0: episode with ales with aslan no this is not scott cassidy but it's an equally loud obnoxious and fast voice from mark lamson to uh to start your friday off with uh with a podcast where we help you master your craft uh, we're here to serve those who sell and well those who help those who sell for a living and whether you're commiserating can I kind of looked it up on google real quick you so, can commi- that's, that's... are we commiserating not today okay. we're not. Or we're celebrating or that whatever we're doing. doing. We're going to celebrate with you.
1: Celebrate good times come on. Do we owe copyright infringement there? Is that
0: it, under 15 seconds? Okay, I'm good. You All can right. go you could go another 10 if you'd like. And I uh, just want to say thanks for listening. We have a uh, I think we're going to call this an agenda free Friday. I like it. A F F. So say that slowly. A F. Or something
1: F- else could mm-hmm. come out.
0: And uh We just want to talk to some sales folks, and uh, there's a variety of places where you are mentally at the end of the year. We're going to stop and talk about the highs and the lows and what to do about it and how to prepare for the holidays, but first. First. But first. uh, This is also, it's not not master your craft. We're going to call this master your batch. Batch? Or your small batch, or your Elijah Craig small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's that kind of day. It's yes. that kind of celebration day. So uh, here we go.
0: We're pour gonna up. celebrate or commiserate. Uh, is that a, is that a heavy pour? I That's don't... a heavy
1: pour. This is where a beer just isn't gonna quite do it, and we need something a little stronger. So this week. whatever
0: happens to this podcast, I'm gonna suggest you just turn it off at 20 minutes, even if we're still going.
1: <laughs> For sure. Cheers. For sure. Cheers. Merry Christmas, Great year. my
0: friend. So, uh, so what do we have to say to these uh, what do we have to say to these sellers? You've had a year. You're finishing up. You're getting ready to close out for the weekend, uh, getting ready to celebrate holidays or whatever is going on in your life or whatever your faith may or may not be, to just take some time down, be with your family. Um,
1: And and we're in a lot of different places right now, the highs and lows of selling, so to speak. Absolutely. I mean, it's this time of year, the, the range of emotions that salespeople and even sales leaders are going through can be from I had the best year of my career to I had the worst year of my career and maybe it's just sort of an average year an in-between year and you know the things that I remember back from my sales career run that gamut I mean sometimes Christmas represented complete relief after oh my god you know I can't sell for a living I'm just not good at this to oh my god I won the company trip and I can't wait to go away with my wife and 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 be excited about that and I I think one of the things that I Took away from a career and early part of my career in selling was, you know, those that are sustainable in this space are the ones that don't get too high and don't get too low. They kind of keep it right in the middle. Uh, and I know you have some thoughts on that as well, because when you, you know, if you if you get used to end zone dancing every time you close a big deal, um, you probably alienate some people if you don't thank the people that uh, that helped get you there. Um, and, I, and I do think, you know, at the end of the year, this is a time when it's time to reflect and think back what went well this year and, and what didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah it, you're right. Uh, you, you know, I, I thought about a couple of things as we were going to plan for this conversation. And, uh, gosh, I guess I've been selling. Uh, define selling. Uh, giving campus tours i did sell magazines in high school for my uh for my college for my for my my senior trip Sold a lot of magazines so that okay. counts that, that does count sure it's mainly family and friends do you sell
1: knives door-to-door as well no no, no. knives what about smoked meats any nope. of those no nope. i eat okay. smoked meats yeah but I you don't sell knives. them no i don't sell them <laughs> okay. no. right. uh
0: but I've been selling for what 25 27 years i think my first really sales job yeah. and uh there's been a fair number of highs and there's certainly been a fair number of lows and uh, you know at this time of year I I would encourage you to think about uh, if you're if you're in the if you're in the high and you crushed your number and you beat a quota and you've made President's Club and you've gotten all the accolades and you're awesome and everybody's awesome that's great guess what I guarantee you, you didn't do that all by yourself you didn't find you didn't make the products and services and find the leads and close the business and deliver them. So, this is a great time to thank people. To just go back and thank them for their contribution, thank your customers, certainly, which you probably do, but thank the people in your team that sort of helped you get there and yeah. celebrate that. But be humble. Yeah. Be humble cuz because next year's coming.
1: Yeah. It like a freight train. It's it's going to be here in in a in a, <laughs> about 10 days and uh you know, it's interesting. You brought up thanking thanking internal people and thanking customers because I was, you know, we do I, we we do send out cards and we do some 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 nice thank yous for our customers. Um cards, but a handwritten note.
0: We, we sent, like, that's pretty great. We send out cards. I mean, that is really. I
1: awesome. think in this day and age, it's I mean, better than an email. I mean, that's awesome. Everybody I mean, does a that. Card, holy. You know what you can do? Go to your marketing people and see if they can blast an automated email out to all of your customers and thank them for their business. No, I think quite the opposite. Thank your customers personally that you've spent time with and thank your, you know, fellow employees, the people that have supported you, like Mark said, and, and, and really truly be thankful for, for, for their place in, in making you successful. And, you know, thank your manager. Um, because to me, and I say this every week on the show, this is a partnership, right? And I call myself the marriage and count, you know, marriage counselor between, you know, the leaders and, and their reps, because, if you don't have each other and you're not working together, you're really missing an opportunity to, to, to be better together than you are alone. So, Well, and when you're thanking them,
0: uh, for those of you who uh, who have been through some Aslan training or listened to one of our earlier podcasts, we talk about serving more, right? Right. And so we all have needs. We have unstated needs. Uh, but we have deep deeper emotional needs that are unstated. And everyone you're talking about, customers, your manager, uh, your, your, your teammates, your teammates. Uh, it's the time to serve more, which is care, learn, do. Do you really care? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know not to just send a bottle of wine? Yeah. But do you know that they really like a certain wine, or it, re- or you? They ordered a certain bottle when you were at some cool place, and you closed a big yeah. deal. And do you remember those things? We, and and it starts with care. That's a decision, and it's a little bit late to start with that, but but. For those you care for, you'll learn what's important to them and you'll do something that's unique, that you can do more. And so that's the time. Make your checklist and say, what do you know about people that would be really cool? It it is, it is, it's a, it's what good gift givers do. It is. Look around the holidays when you see gifts being given. There's gift cards and t-shirts and sweaters, which are all great. Then there's things that people said one time, a long time ago, and you get it for them. And they're like, how do you remember that? And How did you know that? And that's what's fun. That's what's fun. Yeah, you
1: we, you can tell in a family setting and, and or friends um, when someone gives a gift that truly means something to the receiver. Because they, they, they have that look in their eye. It could be a misty look in their eye. But there's a look in their eye like, I can't believe you remembered or I can't believe you you thought of this. It's so so special to me. And as leaders out there, as you're listening to this... And again it might be too late for this year but knowing your reps well enough to make the gift that you give them significant to them is an extra mile that that you know very few of us do well mm-hmm. right and if you think about you know to your to your point money doesn't mean everything to everybody maybe it's you know it's it's something extra special, like a certain bourbon that they really like. I know Four Roses is my favorite, so if anybody out there is sending me anything, that would be mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> can they ship to Rhode Island? Can they, they ship alcohol to Rhode they Island? They
1: can, they can. It is actually allowed now. Um, so yeah, so so the the you know the true uh, introspective look at the relationship and making sure that the thanks is pure and honest and and, and transparent, and I think that's a, that's a key takeaway.
0: It starts with care. That's the first step it really of serve more. It starts with care. That's, that's your decision. Once you decide to care, everything else happens. So decide that. Then decide do, Decide. there's some people in your life for next year, customers, teammates, yeah. family, friends, that you're going to do a better job of caring about and yeah. having your eyes open and learning. And this time next year, make it a point to give them something that just demonstrates they're unique to you and they're special in your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this, I mean, I just, you know, as we're a stream of consciousness thinking here today and, and talking, it's... This time of year, where you're, you know, you're at that transition from old to new. Like, you, you, there's probably not much left you can do for the 2019 number. Maybe there's a couple things. Maybe some of you are working next week, and God bless you if you can make something happen. I, I have a quick story about a way that I was able to impact my my current year number. Is it, um, is it a good story? It's 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 a it's. I'll let you be the judge. Okay, well go ahead. But it I'll just do it quickly. Fair. I was selling copiers in the Bronx and Harlem in New York City area. Um, copiers have to be physically installed. This is 1991. Okay. I have a new girlfriend who's now my wife. She wants me in Boston for a party on New Year's Eve. I have to get a copier installed to receive credit that will actually put me over my number. What do you do? Right, so so I'm thinking through this, and I, I'm like, I, I have to make my number. Like, I just I, I like her a lot, but I have to make this number. Well, but does she have a backup if you don't show and you? She party? might have. Okay, we've well, never discussed the, what the plan okay. B was. It's okay, a, thank you for making me think that way. Yeah, sure. Um. So so I really I went into the VA hospital in in the Bronx and Harlem. And was not physically installing with wrenches, but I did have to get the serial number off and and record this on paper, believe it or not. It was not digital back then. And make sure that that got submitted during the calendar year of 1991 to get credit for it. And I remember thinking, this is ruining my New Year's Eve, but it's making my year. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, that's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in one thought. Yeah. And that's what people are going through right now. And I hope I hope you guys are not in that position where you have to be thinking about making, you know, just rushing to the end to get this number. But if you are, try to do it with as much joy as you can. And remember why you're doing it. You're, and you're really helping some customers. Well, and celebrate
0: on the other end. And too, then celebrate. Right? Get get some bourbon and yeah. celebrate after that. Speaking of which, uh, we're not supposed to drink this at the same pace as the ale. Is that, that's I'm, correct. I'm learning that because... Uh,
1: you're about halfway through well, and we're
0: yeah, only... I, uh, I uh, you're gonna fill it again. That's I'm not gonna fill it, I'm just gonna sort of top it off a little bit. All right, it's not morning. This
1: is better than ale, by the way.
0: It's morning where you are, but it's not morning here. So, should we
1: we change the name of the
0: okay? So, let's move to the commiserating side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's drink with a different purpose. Uh, and uh, and in all fairness, talk about people who are not making their number. Yeah, and and um. you know, that's a tough, that's a tough thing. There's an exhausting piece of you're short of your number, you're short of your bonus, whatever goal you had, where your commission kicks in. Uh, and, and what do you do about that? Uh, you know, how do you, how do you deal with the fact that you're, you're not going to make what you expected, you have bills piling up, you feel like you're a failure, you've had some tough conversations, you've lost some tough deals. Yeah. Uh, what do you do right now with that situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same, you know, same way. I've had years like that, um, and and I think, I think, and I, somebody just said this to me on a phone call, it was either earlier today or, or yesterday. There there is no failure, right? I mean, yes, where I'm failing to make my number, but every failure provides an opportunity to learn. And so what I what I would say to the people, and this is just my opinion, um, that have not made their their target for this year is there's probably some reasons along the way, some things you could have done differently. Maybe you weren't other-centered enough. Maybe you weren't caring enough about your customer, and therefore you missed some warning signs, and you and you wound up losing some deals that maybe you could have won. Whatever those things are, be, be self-reflective uh, over the next week and, and think about what maybe you could have done differently. Maybe even put pen to paper and and write that down to, to, to ensure that you don't forget the feeling you're having right now of, of this lack of success, but with every failure comes some learning that you should be able to apply to the future. In my opinion, that's that's a lot of my best learning was through the failures I had, for sure.
0: Well, and you're focused on, you know, what I can do differently and what I can do better, and, and there's a learning, and and that the other side of that is, and that means don't go around and blame others yeah uh don't blame others for we were back ordering this product or i had this deal closed and somebody went behind me and messed it up or the customer told me this and the customer's fault and whatever uh it's it's easy to blame others and uh you know you started the year with a quota with a number with a goal with a target with a plan and that didn't work out and and you're responsible for that yep there are all things uh, that happened, um, I was listening to uh, an audio book, and it was, uh, I think it was like a, The Rainmaker. Or it was like a, one of these, like, where it's like a lot of, like, little chapters. And it was a, a story about a year-long contest between two regions, between all the regions, and the best region got this sort of big prize. Mm. On the, the the day before the end of the year, uh, L.A. had an earthquake. Oh, jeez. And, uh, and so that, that team was kind of ahead, and then all of a sudden their business stopped. And their business stopped, and they they lost out. I, maybe it wasn't the day before; it was the last week, but it was yeah. near the end of the year. They were ahead; they were going to win if if everything went as planned. And yeah. business stopped. And at the end of the year, Midwest team won, and there was a celebration. There was a note that went out from the CEO that says, "Congratulations to the Midwest team." And the and the, the manager for the Western zone sent a, sent an email and said, "Hey, you know, hey, we kind of had an earthquake here. It's kind of like you know, it's not our fault, right? It's not our fault." and the CEO sent a note to the company and said, earthquakes don't count. Oh dear. And so uh, nobody was hurt, nobody yeah. was injured, yeah. but here's the point, earthquakes don't count. You're a salesperson and you take the highs and the lows and if you're missing your number, don't blame others. Uh, yeah, put pen to paper and better yet, send that to your manager. Say, yeah. hey, I-, I wanna take some responsibility. This is what I missed. This is why I miss it. This is what's within my control. And, and, and then people wanna work with you and help you versus blaming others, tough to do. It is said than done.
1: And you know what? I mean, we're we're on this earth for a short time, right? And so this is a great time to to keep reminding yourself why you became a salesperson. So even though you may not have hit your number and what is 50% of reps aren't going to hit their number right now. I mean, that's that's what the math has been saying lately for the last couple of years. So if 50% of you out there are listening and are not making it, you're in this boat. Think about you know, what got you into this? And try to reflect back on that. Like, there's a reason you're a salesperson. You like something about this, right? And re- and reflect back and, and make sure that you're still checking those boxes. You know, this isn't something you have to do forever. So if it's not something you, it's in a game you're interested in anymore, go do something else. But if it is, just remind yourself of why you got into it. Because going back to the roots, it's the same thing in any relationship. Why did you get together in the first place? Yeah. Remind yourself of that. Yeah. Remind yourself of why you chose this career and, and and seek and find the happiness that you had there because, you know, at the end of the day, I would never want anyone out there to let their job or their performance in their job define them.
0: That's that's fair. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, it, it, there are circumstances beyond your control. Take ownership for them. Own Own the responsibility for it, but don't let it define <clears> you.
0: Yeah, it's in the, it's it's a great point. Fifty percent of you made it, fifty percent of you didn't make it, according to the statistics. More and more people are missing quota, uh, regardless of which boat you're in. Uh, get your mindset ready for next year. Reset. Uh, thank others. Uh, learn from what you what you missed. And to your point of, you know what what floats your boat. Uh, there's a concept I've been working on in our organization called Ikigai. Uh, it's a, it's a word from Japanese culture and I forget exactly what the definition is, but it's a place of sort of complete fulfillment and complete, you know, happiness. And, uh, there's a lot of research that says that a lot of people in Japan, uh, it's a, such an impressive society and culture live yeah. in that state and they live a lot longer and they're healthier and more fulfilled. It talks about the combination of what you're good at. You know, it's the magic spot, what yeah. you're good at, yep. what you, uh, what you what you what you like to do. Those are two different things, right? Then there's what the world needs, what you know, something valuable, and 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 what you can get paid for. What's what's a vocation? And so you look at those things, and and this is a chance to do that. You can look it up. I don't know how to spell it. E i k i g a i maybe something like that. Okay, ikigai, um, and and see if you're there, and yeah. see where you're off, and and if you're feeling that stress and strain about next year, because you, you it might be time to. to to not make a change, but consider or look around or ask people or get counsel. You have to be excited about the, about what the product you're selling. You have to be able to reasonably work with the team that you have. Uh, and you have to, you have to enjoy that. You're going to go talk to people who may or may not want to talk to you, who may or may not want to buy from you and ask them to trust you and have faith and spend money for goods and services. And so that's what you do. Uh, it should be because you want to help people. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the last gut check. Trying to make a buck and trying to do whatever you can, yeah. or are you really trying to look at people and organizations and can you really help? Because that's the other-centered sales process. That's the first thing is to decide. Because our compass, our compass, our na- compass points nor- north. Our compass points to ourselves. Make yeah. money, make my quota. And and if you don't decide. To serve others, to not be a me monster per Brian Regan. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's the first <laughs> step to to having a motive that's motive's transparent. And if your if your motive is to help them, they'll they'll see that. And so that's the mindset reset, I think, wherever yeah. you're you are, whether you made it, whether you didn't make it, it's uh it's a good spark spot to be and uh, it's a great time to count your blessings and your family and, and whatever your your situation may be.
1: Well, and it's you know if if making quota in sales is is down to a coin flip, which it really it really is, according to all national statistics, fifty percent of you are missing quota this year. Um, you know the the way that you are you spend this next week, this next time as you transition to a new year is thinking about self improvement. It's thinking about tipping the scales in your favor a little bit, right? And and listening to podcasts and 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 trying for self improvement, reading. Picking a good sales book that you might want to read in your downtime that just might help you think differently. Those are all ways that, that you can tip the scales a little bit. Uh, you know, we we I to, I've said it on this, this podcast many times. My wife and I teach marriage uh, preparation for our church. And the divorce rate is also 50%, right? And in fact, it might be over 50% now. But it's... That's crazy. It's 50%. But when you take some sort of pre-marital prep, do you know what the numbers are? The divorce rates are 25%. And we know this from national averages over the last 20 years. Why is that? Because they prepare and go in eyes wide open. There's a training that mm-hmm. up front tells them, you know, this is what marriage is going to be like. These are the things you should be talking about. This is what you should be thinking about as you go to spend a life with another person that you don't know very well. Uh, same, same concept. Spend time on yourself thinking about how to develop yourself. Don't rely on your company to do it think about it in your own way. Certainly have your company call us. We'd love to help. Yeah. But at the end of the day, improve yourself. And this is the time of year we can start to think about what, yeah. you, what you need for that. Right. So it's,
0: it's all part of your reset, your new year's resolutions, all the things we do. These are some things that are just designed to wherever you are in your selling year and how you did yep. just to, to, to reflect the highs and lows, keep and managed, get ready for a great year, be thankful for what you've had. And, uh, and drink your bourbon more slowly because uh, I got to admit, after not having any real lunch and trying to do this,
1: uh, are you feeling you're, you're, You've slipped in the chair a little, yeah. like you're just kind of uh-huh. yeah. yeah. It's not a recliner, you know. Mm-hmm. That is that is not supposed to be that way. Okay. No, the point is, on ales with Aslan this week, we have a bourbon in our hand regardless of whether we had a really good year or a really bad year, and it's not because we're alcoholics. It's because we want to just celebrate life. Celebrate the excitement we bring to our jobs every day. Celebrate the people that we're helping achieve what they're trying to achieve in our customers. And it's really all about what's important in your life. Spend the time next week, uh, the week off, which we will not be broadcasting next week because we'll be celebrating. Um, Enjoy. Enjoy and relax and kick back.
0: Yeah, and and we're resetting here too. We want to thank
1: you for for
0: making this a successful year of, of Ails with Aslan. Uh, we're going to go back to ales with Aslan versus yeah. the bourbon bur- batch, bur- bur- yeah. uh,
1: batch, whatever yeah, so that, that we would call it. It doesn't go as well. Uh, but
0: it, it'd be a great chance to hear to help us reset our mindset. What uh, These are designed to be helpful. They have no other purpose than to, in your workout or in your drive or whatever it is to listen and say, hmm, that was actually not a bad point and I'm going to do something. So tell us how we can make it better. Be honest. This is great. This is bad. What will we change? It's for you, not for us. Uh, the bourbon is is for me. Is but, for us. Uh, but uh, the, the podcast is for you, and we thank you for listening. And uh, wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you may celebrate uh, in this time, and uh, just enjoy.
1: Cheers. We'll see you next year on another episode with Ales with Aslan. Cheers.